0: Welcome to Writer on the Road, the creative podcast that helps you get those pesky voices out of your head and onto the page. And remember, it's the journey that matters. And welcome to another episode of Writer on the Road. Today, we're heading off to the most beautiful city in Australia, uh, downtown Sydney. And I'm welcoming today, Helen Sibbert. Welcome, Helen. Hello, how are you? No, I'm very. Actually, I'm a bit chilly. It's a bit chilly here in Oz. Everybody, um, we're not used to being yeah. cold, especially in Queensland. Uh, but I've asked Helen to come on today, everyone, because Helen is the person we almost want to meet. Helen, you are an expert reader. Is that correct?
1: I wouldn't say expert, but I do love reading. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love it. So, and I love to leave reviews. So, yep.
0: Yeah, and that's how I found Helen, everybody. Uh, Everywhere I go in social media, and that's everywhere because of what we do, uh, Helen's name kept coming up and Helen's liking everybody's work, she's recommending everybody's work, she's sharing it around, and she's leaving reviews. And I thought if there's anyone we want to meet as writers and uh, would-be published authors, it's our ideal reader. So, Helen, I've invited you on today to, to pick your brain and find out a little bit more about what attracts you uh, to a book and how people like us can attract more of people like you.
1: Oh, I don't know. That's. I mean, I've got my go-to authors. Um, I probably predominantly read Aussie authors these days, but that doesn't mean that I don't read authors from England and America and around the world as well. I've been a, a big romance reader oh, since I was a teenager. Um, my mum and I, at one stage, we only read historical and there were very few Aussie authors then um, but yeah I just I love it. it they take me away on on trips around the world and I can just lose myself in them and I like to share what I read so as other people can get that bug as well
0: yeah okay so if you were wandering through big W and I can't believe I said big W everybody I apologize because here we are indie authors here wandering through the Amazon shells or the Goodreads Shells yep. what what is the first thing that you notice um Probably a
1: cover or a blurb. Um, I tend to buy, if I'm going to, when I buy a book, I look at the blurb. If the blurb grabs me, then I'm happy to buy the book. Um, But covers always stick out, I guess. That's what draws you to a book in the first place. I also have a lot of. I get recommended too. I go to a lot of blogs and I'm on Goodreads. and So you get a lot of recommendations from that as well. And sometimes just a good recommendation will get me and I'll
0: buy the book. Yeah, and recommendations, everyone, uh, they're huge. Now, when you say they're recommended to you, how do we get our books recommended? I think if somebody
1: reads a book and leaves a review, and gets out there and, and splashes it about on social media, then people are sure, hopefully, to pick those books up and find that recommendation. There might be something in the review that clicks with somebody else and they, they'll they go out and buy it as well.
0: Yeah. Now, readers are notoriously generous folk, aren't they, in, in passing book titles and authors around?
1: I think so, yeah. If you're especially in the romance um, group, you will just, everybody, I go to a romance reader lunch once a month, and basically we talk and recommend romance books the whole lunch.
0: Now, everybody, I didn't even know there was such thing as a romance reader lunch. Okay, uh, the the internet opens things up, but let's start right there at the romance reader lunch. What a wonder, I more automatically picturing, first of all, somewhere warm, but some yacht club somewhere with a glass of wine and a bunch of like-minded women talking about our favourite authors.
1: Well... The Sydney lunches, which I run, we actually go to the Limp Cafe at Cockle Bay, Darling Harbour in Sydney. So there's usually lots of chocolate. Um, and yeah, lots of authors will pop in to and have lunch with us as well. Um, if you, Anybody who's living around Sydney is more than welcome to come. I put notices up on Facebook and in the ARA group because it predominantly started through the Australian Romance Readers Association. And I organise the Sydney lunches and we have such a good time. And we go different places here and there, but most of the time we go down to the Link Cafe because we can sit there for as long as we like and just chat.
0: Yeah, and everybody, there's no reason to sit at home and be lonely anymore. Uh, If you can't find somewhere to go, you can. You can jump on Facebook. I love ARA or the Australian... uh, readers what is it romance readers romance readers association i'm sitting here clutching my cup of milo everybody it's so cold (laughs) uh now they have an annual conference don't they and i believe you're a big part of that i see your picture with lots Um, of they had conventions every
1: second year because there's such a lot of work to organize but unfortunately there won't be any more conventions they just got to the stage where we didn't have enough people coming to them and the the time it takes to put them in. But they are organising book signings and other events. And if anybody's interested, look up on the webpage, Australian Romance Readers Association. There is so much happening. I'm going to meet Bella Andre next week in Sydney. So, And in August, Maisie Yates and Jackie Ashenden and Anne Gracie and Jane Porter and Kelly Hunter. So there is so
0: much to do yeah and they're all they're all oh well except for Bella Andre now Bella Andre was on the podcast recently everybody so if you haven't listened to her more than generous uh chat please go on and have a listen she's an amazing amazing indie author who's I think up over seven million books now and she's got so much to share with us and she is in Sydney she's here in Oz and it is all everyone's very excited about that aren't they yes. yes I can't wait yeah, and I think that's the thing. Creating, and that's again, Helen. Why I've got you on—it's creating enough buzz around our authors to get our readers saying, "I can't wait." And you made a bit of a list there of uh, romance authors here in Oz, but I'm sure you could rattle off dozens of them. I went onto Helen's Facebook page, everybody, and we've got all our favourites. Well, I saw Rachel Johns there, um, Helen Helen Young. Um, yep. Um, who's the wonderful one the... Parry, um Anna Campbell, Annie West,
1: yeah. Michelle Douglas, Candy Shepherd, Christine Wells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're, and we're spoiled for choice uh and I think part of the secret with writers is to make make ourselves available and be on social media so that our readers can find us but you mentioned some other things uh you talked about blogs you talked about blogs and blog tours now I've been reading a little bit more about blogs lately since Jane Friedman said we all have to keep one up to date. and I'm going oh do I have to uh um, but blog tours are quite a big thing aren't they they are. They.
1: Um, I mean, I don't actually have a blog, so I can't. But I will. I like to read and review, so I leave my reviews elsewhere. But I don't have a blog. But lots of reviewers have blogs as well. So then they do. When somebody's got a book being released, they go onto these blog tours, and then they have their book is out in the open on social media so much that it it starts a buzz usually. So, yeah. but I, as I said, I don't have a blog. But I do actually visit blogs. You've got the Word Wenches and um, Love Cats Down Under. And then you've got a lot of people who, who have blogs. Uh, there's Theresa Smith and Amanda Barrett um, from the um, We Love Reading Aussie Women's page on Facebook. They have a lot as well. I'm which trying is a
0: great to place. yeah. I'm trying to write these down, everybody, and I can't. There's so many of them. I know there's a coastal romance writers Facebook yep. group, um, but I'm not sure if readers go to that, or is that just for writers? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think basically you, anybody
1: uh, they'll allow you to be a member because if if you pick up one of their books and do a review, well then you know they're going to get some airwaves through social media for it. So yeah. Yeah, my readers need authors, and authors need readers.
0: Yeah, I read something really sad, and it was only on Facebook this morning. And it was a gentleman. He put out a request. His wife had written a book, and she put it up on Amazon, and she'd had sixty downloads. Um, But neither him nor her, or he nor her, knew how to get the book out there. And I watched people reply. There was about fifteen replies, and they were they were saying things like local newspapers. And I look. Don't get me wrong. I think local. Um, doing local stuff is really really good but the days of a physical book launch I guess are long gone because you can hope to sell a few but um really after listening to people like Bella Andre and I had Janice Horton on there on here the backpacking housewife and her her social media skills and her selling skills are just amazing um it's not so much what you see in your local paper anymore, is it? I don't think I even buy a lot of not even. I don't even read ours. For me,
1: it's all on social media. But lots of authors do still have um, release dates at, at bookshops and things and they do really well. Um, Trish Moray's had them and Helene Young just had one as well for Return to Rose Glen. So there's a lot. They do still have them, but I think they're more, these authors are already well-known do you know what i mean if you if you're trying to build up from being just starting off then i think social media and getting people to read your book and review it will yeah. start to boost it
0: yeah now getting reviews that's that's the whole can of worms all on its own isn't yeah. it
1: yeah. yeah, some people don't. I like a lot of my friends. They read because oh, I'll say to them, "You need to read this book," and um, and they'll read it. They love it, but they don't review. A lot of people aren't happy and comfortable doing reviews. Where well, I love it, so yeah. But, and um, it's taken me a few years to get where I am. Um, my, the first reviews I did were pitiful. <laughs> They weren't the best. And even now I struggle with some. Sometimes when I've read a book that is totally awesome and rocks my socks off, honestly writing that review can be really hard sometimes and sometimes they just come easy.
0: Yeah, and I'm reminded now of Colin Nigel's, uh, Nigel Collins' uh, Game of Inches. It's step-by-step, step, start off very slowly. Um, I listen to my, well, I don't listen to my first podcast now because my sister said they were atrocious. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not even sure they're much better now, but we have fun. And I think that's the same with reviewing, isn't it? You get in there, you have yeah. to go, and writers really appreciate um, reader reviews. Yeah. Podcasters actually re- a, um, a like review a as well review. Yeah. yeah I have to get onto you that the hell I do have to show you yeah. that iTunes everybody yeah. five stars uh, uh, now when you're reviewing do you talk and this is something this is a school teacher in me talking it's not so much about repeating the story is it it's about telling no. you what engages you
1: Yep. You have to get out there. You have to tell people what you liked about the story. You have to give a little insight about the hero and the heroine and what's happening. And if they're romantic suspense, are you sitting on the edge of your seat or, you know, and you've got to be honest too, without, without being awful. Delight like, the authors, this is their heart and soul. These are their babies. And you just, you can't you know just because a book doesn't really appeal to you it doesn't mean that the next person is absolutely not going to love it
0: yeah and, and i know yep good and and i think that's that's a huge point we are all different and even within the romance genre now i've been fossicking around doing my research uh, helen and i i found some amazing things and, and your taste as you said is very eclectic yep. within the romance genre
1: yep I pretty much read romance and women's fiction and there is just some brilliant stories out there, absolutely amazing. And, you know, there's very few books I don't like. I've got to be honest, I'm quite easy. I can fall into a story very easily and love it. Sometimes I get to the stage and I think, I'm going to really hit this hero, but, you know, if the author can do that to me, then they've done their job because they've pulled me in and they've made me
0: feel yeah how's that everyone pull, pull us in and make us feel uh interesting question for you there I saw I've been as I said I've been fussing around and you you've been on a medical romance blog you've talked about yep. historical fiction and then the, the um Harlequin Dare came up now I've got to talk to you about this one Helen <sighs> yep, I, mean, I love I, them <laughs> now I've had I've had um Amy Amy Andrews on the podcast and I've had Claire Connolly oh, love on the podcast Amy. and they both make me blush and I thought now he's I... Helen Helen Sibret reading Dare as well I can't get yep. away from it uh, they're very well written and fast paced aren't they
1: Yes Yes and I I feel like I haven't read them all to be quite honest because there's been a few out now I've got Two on my review list waiting to be read at the moment, which is Avril Tremaine's first one and Stephanie London's second one, which are calling to me big time, but I do have a big list. (laughs) Um, But I I really love the dares. I I think that because... When I pick up a book to read, it depends on what I feel like reading. Sometimes I want to read something that's soft and sweet and and other times I want to read something that's way out there with the bedroom door wide open and here we go. So it depends. I read across all of
0: them. Yeah, and I'm guessing one of your reviews must have been syndicated because it was um, Feeling Sexy or something like that and it was about one of your DARE reviews and you came up in... uh, make me feel make me feel sexy and it was Bundaberg, and it was right up and down the coast of australia oh. and i oh. thought you're famous i didn't see that <laughs> just google your name
1: you yes know,
0: your footprint is <laughs> all out there everyone if you do google um helen sippert's name you will find out about that article and it, it must have been syndicated because everyone in australia was feeling sexy <laughs> and I
1: thought, oh, that was was that one the one in the newspaper up there yeah, it was everywhere. Claire, it was Connolly, everywhere. Claire yeah. Connolly got, and I was spoke to uh, a journalist. Yes, and I spoke to someone from one of the papers. Yes, I yeah. remember
0: that now. Well, well, there's a secret, everyone. If you can, if you can speak to a journalist in a newspaper, and I believe there are people speaking about how we do that uh, to get our get our books in front of journalists, uh, and then it does get picked up and syndicated. You will become famous, like Helen, and when we <laughs> Google you, your name is all over the place. I I was very <laughs> impressed. I thought, wow, I'm in. I'm um. Interviewing a famous reviewer, and I am. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, this
1: this this reviewer's just happy to do what she yeah. does. I just I love to support the authors because they make me smile when I'm reading a book, and I, if I can do something for them, well, then that's the way it goes. Readers, as I said before, readers
0: need authors, and authors need readers. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a great quote, and it's something um, to remember. Now, question for you. How do we get on Helen Sibrit's, uh review list that is ever-growing?
1: It is ever-growing and it is huge. Look, I have been very privileged. I get books sent to me by publishers, by authors. I get emails um, and I love to read them all and I would dearly love to say, yes, I'll read it. And it, I, I can, but I often cannot get it done these days by release date because I have so many to read. But I love it. I I just, I hate saying no to anybody because I know I'm going to enjoy the book. As I said before, there's very few books that I don't finish and there's very few books that I don't enjoy.
0: Yeah, an interesting comment there uh, that uh, publishers send you books. So you are there, right up there in the realms of influencer.
1: Uh, Hachette send me their books, yes, and there are authors, some of the authors get their publishers to send the books out to me as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, I guess got one it's, yesterday too. Oh, what was it? Tell us what it was. Uh, Katie Nunn's The Botanist's Daughter, which comes out at the end of this month.
0: There you go. See, so easy to get a plug. We'll just Helen and I will co-host this podcast for the rest of our lives and just <laughs> these names. Uh, and it's interesting because, as you said, publishers are sending you reviews. What about uh, indie publishers? How do you how do you review indie publishers' books?
1: Um, I usually get an email. I'll get an email off somebody. I did um, Wendy Lee Davies' book, Good Enough to Love. She emailed me and asked me if I would. Um, read it and review it and I said yes I would but I couldn't promise when I would get it done but I ended up getting it done by the release date for and it was really good
0: yeah isn't it interesting everyone uh there are people who make money out of reviewing you can pay to have your book reviewed can't you Uh,
1: yeah you can and I think that's terrible (laughs) I, I'm not, yeah. I, look, there was a few months ago, last towards the end of last year, Amazon took down all of my reviews, which was over 800 view, reviews, and I just freaked out. Um, but it was, and that what that's what it all stemmed about. They were trying to stop these reviewers who were getting paid and these false reviews that were going up. After a, a few emails and a chat to somebody, they did reinstate them for me. With, but there are a few, there are a few people here in Australia that that happened to. Wow,
0: that's in that's incredible. I hear stories all the time about bots um, yep. being able to stay up and getting away with it. And there's a couple of people who really blow the whistle on that kind of behaviour. Yeah, and, it's wrong. and yeah, and they champion the rest of us. But innocent people get caught up in it all the time. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, eight hundred reviews, Helen. Um, I'm guessing that's why people—that's why you've come to my attention. Obviously, I've, but, <laughs> um, but people are contacting you, and publishers are coming to you, and authors are coming to you because of your solid reputation.
1: I hope so. And as I do buy a lot of books as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. I found. Yeah, I found that that's actually one of the um, biggest expenses when I put in my taxes. All the books I buy to um, yeah. interview them on the podcast. Yes, yes, you would have a lot, I'd say. <laughs> well, the reason I the reason I buy them most of the time, uh, and as you said, publishers give them to us, and indies send them to us, which is which is really really nice. I I begged and begged for Kate Morton's book, and everyone else kept putting it up and showing a picture of it. I'm like, no, all right, I'll buy it when it comes out. Uh, yeah, don't tell me yeah. you've got one. I don't want to know. <laughs> I know I haven't actually. I haven't so. Claire Connolly, if you're listening to this, you have something to owe me. <laughs> oh, Claire um,
1: Connolly's writing's fabulous. I love it.
0: Yeah. And look, it is it is a small world, and we're talking about Australian authors here, but the romance writing industry internationally is very small as well. And mm-hmm. there there are certain, I guess, blogs and blog tours and reviews that that authors seek out more than others, aren't they? And I'm guessing you're on that list now. I'm not sure. I
1: don't, as I said, that's not something I go and look at or anything. I just read and review, and that makes me happy. I don't search out a lot of things. I read, as I said, across all genres. I love the Harlequin Mills and Boons books, the Moderns, the Dares, the um, Medicals, the Desires. All of those, um, as well as I don't. I read paranormal as well, but I don't read them as much as I do. The other, the other genres, but I don't go out and look for myself anyway.
0: They just come <laughs> just... to you. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Goodreads.
1: I've been a member of Goodreads for years and I love the fact that I can list all my books on there and I can re- review them all on there. That, so if I, I mean, I'll keep all the reviews on my Word documents, but if my computer crashes, which has been known to happen I know my reviews are all still on Goodreads for me so yeah I love it I you can see what other people are reading you can pick up recommendations through that because I get an email every day with what all my friends have read so I can quickly check and I think oh I like that one I like the sound of that one so yeah and just add
0: to the never-ending list sounds like helen does her uh reviewing the same way i do my podcasting it's 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 very eclectic isn't it And, and that can be the best way of doing it because you find surprises and you you find new things all the time don't you
1: yes yes so many so many fabulous books out there um as i said i if I, I just haven't got the time to read absolutely everything that I would love to read, but I slowly make my way. I read on average 15 to 20 books a month, um, but, you know, and I don't speed read. I read it word for word because I want to get the best out of that book.
0: Yeah. Advice to writers. What what can we do to make sure that our books have the best chance of being reviewed positively? Because uh, reviews and testimonials, everybody, are gold for authors, especially indie authors. We don't have big um, PR teams working behind us. We have reviewers who who sometimes have eclectic tastes who may or may not choose to review us. What's, what's our best chance of, of getting under uh, your, I guess, your scope? What, what, what can we do? Uh, look,
1: get a good blurb uh, for me. The blurb's what gets me. Um, if you've got a good blurb, if you've got something in that blurb that's going to say I want to read you, then that that for me is the way to go. Um, as I said, not everybody's going to like every book that's out there because thankfully we are all different. Um, I've seen some terrible reviews go up that make my heart bleed for the author, even if I don't know the author. I don't think there's any need to be like nasty in any way if you don't like the book it's just not for you it doesn't mean that it isn't going to be for someone else I have a friend who actually goes and if she sees a bad review she buys that book and reads it
0: oh yeah how
1: wonderful yeah because Uh, she thinks oh well I might
0: like this one yeah, and how, look, everybody, for all the bad stories we hear about there and all the bots and all the um, trolls, I think they call them, yeah. there are good people out there searching for good books and we, we forget that, I think, every now and then because we think, oh, it's impossible and it's too hard and it's all the rest of it. But as you said, we've got groups of women I can guarantee that a meeting all over Australia and probably all over the world, I don't know, sitting down, having a good yarn. We used to do it more formally through book clubs, but I think the book clubs have dropped away a little bit in in and been replaced by just a bunch of women getting together and enjoying each other's company. Yep. I think there's lunches
1: in, in all states. There's a lunch in Brisbane. They hold a lunch up there as well. There's one in Brisbane, Melbourne here and there, Sydney and Canberra, Western Australia. And we just yeah, uh, we have a lovely lunch and maybe a glass of wine and there's chocolate and but book talk is the big thing.
0: Yeah, and I know um here in Brisbane we have you talked about book signings earlier. I know uh, Maggie Christensen and um, people like that come down uh, from the Sunshine Coast and it's a big a big event as well. I'm guilty of sitting in my little um castle here and not getting out to all the events. Uh, one of the things, Helen, that I'm noticing and you might notice it as well. There is so much on and so much to choose from. It's almost like overwhelm.
1: Yeah. There's a lot happening. There's lots now. There's so many, sorry, (coughs) there's so many um, book signings that are coming about. There's books by the bridge there. Some of the book signings are selling out within 24 hours when they go on. Well, R&L is going to, instead of the convention, they're having the book signings. If you the list came out the first list for sydney melbourne and brisbane and i'm telling you there are some fabulous australian authors and authors on those lists and it's just going to grow because it isn't finalized yet and it'll be a day i think where you can just chat and meet these authors get books signed and it's they're just i've been to a few book signings now i think my first book signing was uh at an rwa conference at coogee many many years ago 2010 i think it was it was where i first met anne gracie <laughs> i'll never forget that it was fabulous
0: Yeah, I think Anne Gracie is someone I want to chase up on the podcast. Anne Gracie, if you're listening, I want to grab you. Uh, Now, I'm going to wind it off now, but what I'll do is I will get that list and I'll link it to the podcast notes. Um, So if anyone, if you're interested in finding that list of book signings um, from the old Australian Romance Readers Association uh, that has now morphed into these book signing um, events. And Helen, I'm sure we can find you on Facebook, can't we? Yep. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I find her on Facebook and, and Twitter every day. And, I'm, look, I'm a member of Goodreads, everybody, but I'm a bit slack on that one. But it seems to be a, um, a very genuine form.
1: I think it is. I like Goodreads. But, of course, there's people out there that don't. Goodreads is actually owned by Amazon. So, <laughs> so yeah, some people get a bit, you know. But, uh, you know, I've been buying books at Amazon because I, if I buy a book, I buy an e-book. But I do love a paper book, but, uh, and especially if it's signed, <laughs> which I'm lucky enough to have a lot of those. I've been very spoiled. So, um, but I buy e-books these days because, yeah, I'm running out of room.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, I think Janine Kimberley collects signed author copies as well. Yeah. She's very busy yeah. getting a collection down there. So I'm assuming when you, pair get together, you can have a bit of a chin leg.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot. A lot <laughs> of mine are packed away in, in boxes though these days. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So please, everybody, don't um, swamp Helen <laughs> with <laughs> with your books for review because she won't be able to handle it. But just be aware there are good people out there. Uh, and we as authors have to actually do the right thing, don't we? Uh, now, I didn't touch on series. I didn't touch on box sets. We know we've got our Outback Brides running around there at the oh, moment. That's One... a fabulous series. Yeah, now they've been on the podcast just very recently. The whole, all four ladies were uh, really fun. One. It was great, yeah. <laughs> they're crazy ladies. I love it. Actually, they were pretty yeah. well behaved. I've got to admit. Uh, not like that, Joanne Dannon and that Tracy Peterson. They get into <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Now, finishing up, tell us about the Outback Brides. I believe you just finished reading one.
1: I've finished all four in that series. Um, absolutely amazing series, and there needs to be more. We need Serenity to have her story and there needs to be more. I think Catherine might be working on Serenity's. I've got my fingers crossed anyway. Um, Look, those four authors are absolutely fabulous people. They're genuine, fun, and they write fabulous stories. Um, Yes, and it's go out there and get this series, people, because you will not be sorry. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and in the end you'll smile.
0: Yeah, and you'll learn a little bit about uh, Australia as well and our our beautiful outback and our our country towns. We're talking about Fiona MacArthur, Kelly Hunter, Victoria Perman and... Miss Catherine Hine. Catherine Hine. (laughs) I knew it would come to me. It might (laughs) have taken a while. (laughs) Sorry, Catherine. (laughs) All right, thank you, Helen, for joining us. I would love to have you back uh, whenever you... Yep have the time you're you're certainly a wealth of knowledge i I love reading your little comments on twitter and facebook and your shares Uh, and i'm pretty sure um we i think there's a lot of authors who'd line up behind me to thank you (laughs) thank you thank you for having me it's been Uh, fun and that's it from another episode of writer on the road